What's up, sandwich heads? Today on Steve O's Sandwich Reviews, we've got the tips and tricks to the best sandwich order. And it all starts with this little guy right here Pepsi Zero Sugar. Partial to pastrami, craving a Cubano. Yeah, sounds delicious, but boom! Add the crisp, refreshing taste of Pepsi Zero Sugar and cue the fireworks. Lunch, dinner, or late night, it'll be a sandwich worth celebrating. Trust me, your boy's eaten a lot of sandwiches in his day, and the one thing I can say with absolute fact every bite is better with Pepsi. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with the uh, Moist Line. Uh, so you got an opportunity to leave a message to be included in Friday's collection of calls. Use the iHeartRadio app, the one that John Cobelt mentions every 10 minutes. Uh, we have a talkback feature indicated by a little microphone, or you can call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. The World Health Organization is going to rename the monkeypox virus. Why? Apparently a group of scientists petitioned them. Discriminatory against monkeys? Uh, well, it's a little confusing, but the prevailing perception in the international media and scientific literature is that MPXV, I guess that's the letters for monkeypox virus, is endemic in people in some African countries. However, it's well established that nearly all of these outbreaks in Africa prior to the 2022 outbreak have been the result of spillover from animals to humans, and only rarely have there been reports of sustained human-to-human transmissions. I don't understand. So what's that got to do with renaming monkeypox? In the context of the current global outbreak, continued reference to and nomenclature of the virus being African is not only inaccurate, but is discriminatory <laughs> and stigmatizing. Oh, this is when they, like when they wanted to uh, rename... The the uh, the coronavirus. Well, no. Remember, it was the Wuhan virus for a while. Yeah, I think it was initially. Yes, it was something. because that's where it came from. And for a, a hundred years, they've been naming viruses after the origination point. Right. And then and then suddenly everybody's worried about stigma. <laughs> uh, yeah, because just an easy way to remember where did this start. 
And because it had a lot to do, it was important to know it was from Wuhan, because that's where they had the laboratory where they were researching this particular virus. Right. And that is where they research viruses for biological weapons. The first human case of monkeypox was found in the Democratic Republic of the Congo in 1970. But they did find an outbreak in monkeys at a research facility in Denmark in 1958. So I think some of this is that they're saying at least this current outbreak is not centered in Africa. Nobody a lot of it's in Europe. Nobody it's worried really an outbreak. about defaming chickens for all these decades. Chickens? No, chicken pox. Oh, chicken pox, yeah. Yeah. What's with all the hand-wringing over uh, monkey pox? This doesn't seem to be about monkeys. It seems to be about the continent of Africa being... Well, there's the word Africa is not in monkeypox. What, what are they doing? Why Apparently, they... though, if you Google or look up monkeypox, you'll get all sorts of African references. And that's what they found to be stigmatizing. Well, they've had it in Africa. Right. But uh, I mean, again, here is the line. In the it. context of the current global outbreak, it is not African. Most of the cases are in Europe, I think. Well, where, where was patient zero from? Do we know? For this outbreak? Yeah. I don't know, but I know Britain had a number of cases early well, on. Well, who was the, because uh, remember that with AIDS, they traced it to some guy out of Canada? They did. I mean, that you know, 40 years later, there's still some doubt as to that story being true, but that's, they did come up with that back in like the early 80s. All right, now we move to uh, the all-important topic, which is an obsession here in California among politics of climate change and we've made jokes about this in the past on two particular big issues there is one country on the planet that is really over the top and as much as we mock the state of california i'm sorry as gavin newsom would say the nation state uh, yeah we should have been at some of the americas because we're a nation too here in california we're our own big economy anyway on the topic of coronavirus and the lockdowns there has really been no place on the planet more restrictive than New Zealand. New Zealand basically blocked and locked off everything, believing that because they are an island, that they could contain the virus. When you they eventually there, gave up on that, but that went on for a long time. When you went there, because you went there on a biking trip, right? Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Right. I mean, did you get the feeling it was an uptight place? No. Like the people were relaxed, I thought. Yeah. I would say so, yeah. Right, and there was no feeling like you were living under government oppression. There's only, uh, like, five million people. Right. And there's two islands, north and south. However, there's 10 million cattle and 26 million sheep, which makes New Zealand the first country that is going to tax cow and sheep belches. Yeah, we're talking about climate change. They think... When a sheep burps, it raises the temperature of the climate. It's the methane. They claim they, that almost half of their greenhouse gas emissions come from agriculture. They burp methane? Mainly methane. I thought methane comes out the back end. Uh, I guess it comes out of the belches, too. It's all part of your intestinal digestive system. So, Because well, methane comes out of everybody's. Uh, Everybody's know. Uh, you know, a gas pass. But they have 26 million sheep. They only have 5 million people, so you can't... you, you got to go after the biggest fat... And 10 million cattle. What do they do with all those sheep? Do they eat them? 
You, well, also wool, wool, wool? products. Mm, okay. Yeah, I went to a sheep farm when I was there. It was <laughs> I bet you very did. cute. They all ran up to the fence. They wanted milk. <laughs> they wanted to be fed. They're all like whining. Uh, and we actually watched one of the sheep farmers, uh, you know, take off the wool. So shave I, it off. I mean, I, I don't understand. Like, well, how is taxing the sheep farmers going to reduce the? Uh, they the believe it's an incentive for farmers to reduce emissions. They think that, the, oh, this is great. They could use feed additives, which I guess would lower the belching. And they could plant <laughs> trees. Oh, we turned out that doesn't oh, work. Oh, that doesn't work. That's, that's a hoax. Planting more trees does not absorb the carbon. <laughs> no. That and that's that, carbon. This is methane. That was a complete scam. Which, according to them, is the second major contributor hey. to carbon to climate change behind carbon dioxide. Who was Ricardo Lara? Yeah, he's the insurance commissioner. Yeah, now. but he used to be a legislator. He was a state senator, right? He, yeah, he wrote a bill to regulate cow farts. He did we, want to, right? We, we called him Cow Fart Lara. And the only thing they had to regulate cow farts was to sip, stick some kind of tube into the anus of the cow. We're not making this up. And the, the cow would fart into the tube, and the tube took it to a storage bag that would rest on top of the cow. And he had some kind of bill that would regulate this process or incentivize the process. And how are you going to determine, if you're a sheep farmer in New Zealand... How are they going to figure out how much your sheep are belching? I, how do they? They probably just come up with an average, and if you have you know a thousand well, sheep, they just tax you per. How are you going to figure out whether the feed additives reduce the burping or reduce the methane coming out of the burping? Yeah, they'd have to. They'd have to measure. So this is just this is just a way to steal money from the sheep farmers. Probably, yes. With some virtue signaling to cover it. But there's no yes. possible way that they know how much methane is coming out of a sheep. New Zealand has a climate change minister. Oh, my God. Named James Shaw, who said, there's no question we have to reduce the amount of methane we're putting into the atmosphere and an effective emissions pricing system for agriculture. There's 8 billion people in the world. 8 billion. How much damage could 26 million sheep be well, doing? Well, I'm, I'm, if you just do the basic math, you know, 80 million is, is 1% of the world. 8 million is one-tenth of 1%. They're less than one-tenth of 1% of the world. So it's, it's a rounding error on how much uh, greenhouse gas they produce collectively. All right, we got more coming up. Insanity. John and Ken. Well, a couple of stories still to come this hour involve people whose names I can't pronounce. We're going to start with uh, we're going to start with a guy, but oh, his first name is John. That's easy enough. Uh, yeah, can handle S S Z C Z E C I N A. You got a guess? <laughs> that is one of my people, isn't it? Yeah, it's all consonants at the beginning. The first four letters are consonants and two of them are Z's. Like, what do you do with that? <laughs> this, the, this guy's name was on Wheel of Fortune. No one ever guessed the puzzle. Polish like to cram Z's, S's, and C's together. You and think this it, is a it, Polish guy? Because that could be a factor here. It's the only language I've seen that has that particular combination. And you, you end up with Z sounds. 
So it'd be like Shizina? Yeah, like Sh or Z or Shizz. Well, here's what we're talking about. This story has gone viral. Do you feel sorry for the guy? Here's the GoFundMe. Hi, my name is Paula Jackson. Well, that's an easy name. My brother is the manager of a gas station in Rancho Cordova, referenced in the attached YouTube video. He's being held responsible for a glitch that the system was unable to stop for three hours as people lined up for 69 cents a gallon for gas. This led to a $16,000 loss. He may now lose his job and he may be sued. Please contribute even a few dollars per person to erase this huge deficit for him, which is a small deficit for all of the United States. Then she did an update. It turns out the total dollar loss was 20000 The manager was given his termination notice today. Take a look at the national news. To get a follow-up on the story, the manager is trying to repay this money to the company. Please help us. So the guy's name is John, and you're going with Shizina? Sh- uh, yeah, I'm looking at Shizina. Sh- the oh. SC would be Z, the CZ would be Che. So Shizina. Shizina. Well, apparently uh, he was the station manager at a Shell gas station in Rancho Cordova, which is up in Northern California. And he was rejiggering the gas prices on the pumps. And in one of them, well, instead of $6 and I think 94 cents per gallon, it came out 69 cents. He put the decimal point in the wrong place. Word got around quickly, I guess before... Wouldn't they have been suspicious right away when suddenly there's like a thousand cars lined up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's the manager. so He, he went on for three hours. He didn't wander out there to see why there's lines going down the road? Uh, you talk to the first person, they'd say, 69 cents a gallon, that's why we're here. Remember one of the first promotions I think we did was 64 cents a gallon for KFI 640, didn't we? Yes. Uh, years ago? Yeah. 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 And back then, I think gas was only a dollar something. Yeah, and we'd, we'd, we'd have huge lines. Uh, oh, people went nuts for that promotion. You, if you did so, that promotion today, even lowering it to like $3 a gallon, there'd be rioting. how many people would be lined up? Oh, there'd be, be riots. There'd be rioting. There'd be fights, yeah. yeah guys would show up with uh, semi-automatic rifles. Yeah, terrible. so social media spread this word quickly. And, oh, is uh, that how it happened? So was it on the big sign? Or no, was on the actual on, pump. On the pump. Yeah. Oh, so because I that's see. how you get charged. Oh, okay. The so price makes, on the pump. Now I understand. The social media spread. Yeah, somebody first saw it and then secretly, you know, posted to, to social media. Well, hey, you got to come down to this Shell station. I just paid $0.69 okay, but cents how, a gallon, but don't tell them. How did he not notice the line? I mean, was this guy completely asleep all day? I don't know why it took three hours to correct the three, problem. Three that's hours? That's what it says here, according it, to this sister of his. Uh, it took three hours, and people lined up that long to get the sixty-nine cents right, a because gallon it, gas. It takes five to ten minutes to pump gas. Yes. So, I'm, I mean, I I just don't understand this. I mean, this guy really must have been in a coma. Oh, uh, here's his quote: "I put all three prices on there except the diesel, but the last one kind of didn't go, so I just took responsibility for it and said, yeah." It's my fault. Because that is that is sixteen thousand dollars. That got racked up quickly. Oh, she now says it's twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. 
they, they, they cost him $20,000. So, well, if you look at the price difference between 69 cents a gallon, who knows what gas is up in Rancho Cordova, probably $7 <laughs> maybe, a gallon. Maybe now. it's supposed to be six ninety. So that's <laughs> like a $7.20 loss per gallon. Right. So, on the for, gas that so for every 20 gallons, right? If, if a Phillip is a 20 gallon, it's $140. Right. A hundred Phillips would uh, take you to uh, 1,400. No, a hundred Phillips would take you to 14,000. So it must have been like a hundred Phillips plus of gas. Yeah. So here's the question. How sorry do you think people are feeling for him? Because I'm looking at his GoFundMe. The headline is manager owes $16,000 and 69 cent glitch Rancho Cordova. The goal is $16,000 as of right now. How much do you think has been raised? Uh, no sympathy. It's low, one thousand one forty-eight. Right, because people are pissed about gas prices. And I know, but he, <laughs> but he actually benefited the people that got the sixty-nine cents a gallon gas. He gave uh, them a break. They think, they think he's a dope. Uh, well, with inflation, people just don't have the extra money for these GoFundMe's. That's right. Yeah, that could be true. You can't charge them seven bucks a gallon for gas and then want a GoFundMe uh, donation. That could be true. Yeah. People are just getting too uh, too cheap about it. I wonder if charities are suffering, too, from all this. Uh, usually during recessions, yeah, charity donations go down. Yeah, one lucky driver was interviewed. I looked at the numbers, and it was 69 cents a gallon. So you know what I did? I hit that button, it started pumping, and the dollar sign just stayed low. It turned into a circus within a matter of minutes. Well, this may have been over like in 10 minutes, all these people lining up. Right, because there's always some, like, dope who's got to go online with it. Oh, yeah, I got to go on Twitter. Yeah. Facebook. I'm going to get likes. I'm going to ruin this guy's life. It's, it's, it's His life got ruined over a bunch of uh, social media likes. So do you think he's Polish? or? Well, now, now that's just an unfair characterization. You're the one that said the name well, seemed the Polish name, to you. The name looks Polish, yes. Okay. I'm not making any judgments here. I'm just doing the story and trying to find out your opinion. Zhichikina. Zhichikina. Yeah. Or Zhichikina. It's amazing, though, how gas prices just get into the head of everyone. Because, you know, 90% of us drive, and gas prices are so present. Yeah, They're yeah. posted and big. But the, people really well, get I was up. reading a story on on how this is just, you know, destroying Biden's life. And it's because <laughs> the biggest problem is up there on a billboard every block and a half when you're driving, where uh -huh. there's other prices that are going way up too, but you don't you don't see it, and so it's reinforced as you drive. You're getting mad every day, many times a day, every time you go by a gas station. Do you know when the last time average gas prices were sixty nine cents a gallon? Do you have a guess? Must have been nineteen seventies. Very good, nineteen seventy eight. Was the year. Yeah. Uh, there's an attorney who specializes in employment law that says they probably can't sue this guy because he was performing his normal job duties. It's a mistake. Yeah, he wasn't doing anything like trying to help his friend out get gas right, cheaper. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of silly. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken should. I have to say thank you to somebody named sure. Nellie Fowler. Nellie Fowler sent me. Nobody's named Nellie anymore. Well, Nellie is named Nellie. And uh, she said, she sent a note saying that I mentioned. That I don't, uh, I don't get uh, gifts. I, she says I, I don't. I, I, uh, when I listen to your show, you're fun and great. I yesterday I heard you say you never get anything. 
Hmm, I don't Did I say that? that? I, well, and she, he, she said, have a, have a happy birthday. She remembered it's my birthday coming up. And she got me uh, two little um, uh, ceramic pots filled with gold coins, like a pot of gold coins at the end of the rainbow. Oh, real so, gold? Uh, no, not real gold, just yeah. uh, gold wrapping. But, I mean, she yeah. spent a lot of money to, to, to send it in a package. Got this big box. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah, so Nelly, thank you. That's really nice. So I got, I got one thing this year. Well, you got another gift. Your birthday is now a national holiday. That's true. Juneteenth. I could I now can take off the legal holiday of my birthday every year. Technically, yes. not this year because your birthday's a Sunday and right. the holiday is moved to a Monday the twentieth. Right. But, but I'm, yes. I'm going to take that day off. I, I it's, heard you are. It's about time that the uh, country recognized. All right, recognized Juneteenth, Cobell birthday. Um, we have uh, an update on the big story in the last 24 hours here locally, and that was the shooting of a CHP officer during a traffic stop in Studio City. They have now not given his name. He is a male. He's 27 years old. He's been with CHP for slightly less than a year. What happened around 8 o'clock last night is he pulled a guy over in Studio City. They ended up on Laurel Canyon. They started to scuffle. And then the driver pulled a gun. He fired shots. Apparently, they hit the officer in the face. The driver fled. <clears throat> As you can imagine, this led to quite a response by all sorts of police around Southern California. What they found out pretty quickly is, because I guess maybe the officer was able to call in the license plate of this guy, they tracked the suspect to an apartment in Van Nuys. We have now learned his name, Pushumon Iraj Karosabadi. That's as good as I'm going to do with it. Here's the twist. They got to the apartment building where they thought he lived. They thought he was barricaded in the unit. So they stood by and waited. But eventually they were able to break their way into the apartment. Apparently all they found was his roommate. But they did find some blood. And it turns out the suspect was injured as well. And they used the blood. They called on a four-year-old bloodhound named Piper, a canine. And that bloodhound, within 12 hours, tracked him down to a homeless encampment in Van Nuys to a specific tent. And that's where they found the suspected shooter. He'd gotten shot in the hand. Now, was there a trail of blood that this uh, bloodhound picked up? According to LAPD Sergeant Desi Ehrlich, we expect our bloodhounds to perform well. 12 hours is a long period of time to acquire a scent trail and take us to the source of the scent. We're very proud of Piper. We're very proud of the handler. Wow. All the work they did today on the bloodhound squad. I guess so. I don't know whether or not. I mean, this is amazing. I mean, I do know that dogs, like other animals, bears, I'd never have occurred incredible to me. senses of smell. I mean, this is kind of stupid. I didn't ever occur to me. That's why they call it a bloodhound. But yes, I guess it it's because they can. Stupid. Yeah, it, well, it just never. It finally clicked after all this time. I'm guessing that they may have uh, particularly good receptors, and also they're probably very easily trained to do this kind of work. That that specific breed. Um, here is the update on the story. A man by the name of Derek Lewis 
says he was startled when officers suddenly pulled him out of his tent along with his girlfriend. And guess who else was in the tent? The suspect. Lewis says that uh, Carosa body walked into the tent last night armed, hiding from law enforcement. <laughs> so he's it's fine. Yeah, fine. You could have half the tent. <laughs> he admitted to shooting the CHP officer, according to Lewis. Oh, here's the quote. He says he's a Marine. He didn't want to go to jail. He had some troop members who committed suicide. He was on edge all night and he had a gun. We just gave him cigarettes and talked to him. He said, yes, he shot that officer and he did have blood all over his clothes. He kept saying, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. He kept saying that, but I'm sure he probably is experiencing some kind of PTSD. So, so when they got him, he didn't resist in the tent because he had, still had a weapon. Apparently not. Could have had a shootout. They just pulled him right I mean, out of there. Right? I would have gotten out of the tent because if I got a, a bleeding guy with a gun and he says he just shot a cop, I, I don't know what he's going to do next. Plus, he's going to attract uh, other cops. Well, and, I guess uh, because he had a gun, they decided not to run on him. Yeah. You know, the, fr I, the first part of the story is... Um, Let me just finish this last yeah. part. He said he was in one of the bloodiest battles in Afghanistan, and he claimed that two platoon members this week committed suicide. Hmm. That's the story from the homeless guy in the tent with the suspect. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows if the, that guy really told that story or the homeless guy is having a hallucination? Yeah. Maybe. Well, he'll get a public defender, and we'll see. But he... Uh, he got pulled over, the uh, Kasarabadi. Yeah. He uh, got pulled over, and he pulled into the parking lot at Campbell Hall, which is a private school near the 101 on Laurel Canyon. And this driver got out of the car and got into some kind of physical altercation. And then he pulled out a gun and fired several rounds. So he shot the cop in a school parking lot, which must have freaked everybody out. Well, 8 o'clock last night, there probably was nobody there. Yeah, but it's still, you know, you got a guy with a gun on school property. Yeah. Uh, the police officer is in critical but stable condition. As I said, he will probably survive, but they haven't given his name just to say he's 27 and has been with CHP just around a year. And we do not know what the reason was that he pulled over uh, Carasa Body, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's got the crazy eyes. Carasa Body. Yeah, uh, he does. He's, He's got, got the, straggly hair. Yeah, and, lots of lots of beard, lots of hair, lots of crazy eyes. Uh, again, it brings us back. This looks like pure mental illness. Um, I, I always quote evil, but this sounds like a guy. If his story is true, at least according to the homeless guy in the tent, that he's got PTSD. <laughs> yeah, we got to trust the crazy homeless guy in the tent to. Uh, and he was involved in some ugliness in Afghanistan, but. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. You may have heard wild story in El Monte right now. Two officers shot. About uh, 60 cop cars uh, surrounding the area. They've closed uh, a, a street, Garvey, in both directions. The guy is on the loose, supposedly. More and cops shot, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at some helicopter coverage on, on television of it, but you can't really make out exactly what's going on. But two cops were shot. Where is this? El Monte. No, I'm looking at a Channel 7 headline, police and standoff with suspect after chase ends in Simi Valley. That's the one they had on for the last half hour. Oh, Simi right? Valley guy ended up in a dead end, right? And they suddenly switched now to El Monte, which uh, was, was, was on the traffic report uh, a few minutes ago. I wish somebody would assemble all this data 
and try to tell us that these people somehow benefited from California's lax criminal justice system, which we've yeah. not grow for the last 10 years. Well, you know what? Everybody wants to cover it up now. The officials want to cover it up. They I don't think they do. The and the media is not interested either. Right. Nobody is. Yeah. yeah. The media doesn't want to stigmatize uh, felons, convicts, uh, people with violent criminal records. That's right. They need to be given a chance. Yeah. So we, you, it's very difficult to get the information in a reasonable amount of time. By the time you do, the, the case is uh, two years old. It's going to trial, and everybody's forgot about it. Right. Uh, yeah, I do see this story now. Two police officers have been rushed to the hospital following a shooting in the, El, shooting in the El Monte area. According to the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, two officers with the El Monte Police Department were shot by some kind of suspect. One told Fox 11 the suspects believed to be dead following the shooting. They don't know how, why the shooting broke out in the first place, but obviously this is still a breaking story this afternoon. So we had the CHP officer who was shot last night in Studio City. We have two El Monte police officers who were shot this afternoon, and hopefully uh, all three are going to survive this. Uh, we have another update on a story that was big news last summer in Texas. Remember the Haitian migrants? who were assembled under that bridge at the border in Texas. Uh, thousands of them in an encampment. And then that wasn't as big a story as the video and photos allegedly showing Border Patrol agents whipping the Haitians. Remember that whole fiasco because yeah. they were on horseback? Except they weren't whipping the Haitians. It was an optical illusion. Well, because they made so much of this in Washington, D.C., Kamala Harris talked about it. Biden mentioned it. They did a big investigation. And the update this afternoon from Bill Malusian on Twitter is a Fox News reporter used to be with Fox 11 or maybe he's still with both. Anyway, he says that the Department of Homeland Security is preparing to discipline a number of horseback Border Patrol agents who were accused of whipping Haitian migrants in Del Rio, Texas last summer. He told I'm told DHS will immediately allege administrative violations Agents will be able to respond. Per his federal source, the announcement is expected to come down any day now. It's unclear, though, what administrative violations so will they, be. They could make stuff up just to railroad them. Or they could just do something really mild but try to get the attention of but disciplining they, them. They have not been... Uh, they They're not, not accused of any criminal conduct. This would be administration violations. They've been taken off uh, their normal duties for nine months. Yeah, that's what it says. For, for doing uh, nothing. It's just, just hysteria. Because the agents have been taken off their normal duty since this happened nine months ago. Because dim bulbs like Kamala Harris couldn't uh, read the photo properly. Uh, dim bulbs? Yeah. And uh, low wattage. Low wattage. She's about 10 watts. Uh, yeah. Conway's here. Hey, now, I think Mark Thompson is <clears throat> going to be in here as well. And so uh, Mark and I will be talking about uh, tonight's topics. You don't, you don't seem sure. I'm not really quite sure yet. Um, anyway, I, we, <laughs> well, we you're have, still going to do a show. That's you? right. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that is correct. That I is wouldn't. Correct. If he doesn't come in, I'd say to hell with it. Is that right? If he doesn't care, I don't care. Okay. Is that right? No uh -huh. show? Yeah, no show. Well, look, I, I don't want to disparage the guy. Right? Oh, he has enough Well, he's in traffic. But if I was doing one show a week, <laughs> I would... You think you'd make it. I would come in a little early. Yeah, you would. I'm, I, but it's again, what, I, I preface it with saying I don't want to disparage Right, you're not disparaging him. You're just pointing out what you would do as a, as That's a professional. That's right. That's right. But, I, but right. I'm, I'm not any more professional than he is. I'm just right. saying if I were... 
doing one show a week. <laughs> Could you get here by five? I would come in yeah. earlier than five fifty-six. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know you like to come in as a pair on Tuesdays. It's very exciting. It is very exciting. But look, to each his own, right? He's got his own sure. thing going on. Yeah. Yeah, he's right. Like, so there might be unforeseen circumstances. You've crystallized my thoughts. Yes, right. You put them in layman's terms. Now anybody can understand what I was trying to thump her through. <laughs> Do you have anything on the show? Do you yes, know? we have uh, the latest uh, in yesterday's shooting of the CHP officer. How the uh, bloodhound tracked that guy down. Yeah, that is yeah. a cool. That story. was super, man. That Viper. is unbelievable. Yes, uh, and then we have the El Monte. Two officers shot in yeah. El Monte. Breaking news here as well. Know, a crazy. really tough time to be a cop in this in this yeah, city or in this no country. Wonder. Been a bad right. twenty four. Hours. It's the worst. I mean, they get they get they get est on all the time, and then uh, then they get shot, uh, you know, by lunatics, and they get what seventy five, eighty grand a year for that. I know and, and it's and crazy. All kinds of criticism and name calling, right? And yeah, defund. Yeah, yeah. And, and you wonder why they all split. You know, right. the moment they can retire, they go. Right. Right. How, why, why would you want to put up with this? Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, every, the the every, the citizens hate you. The the uh, burglars hate you. The criminals hate you. God, yeah, the, the mayor hates you. Right. I mean, I, a bunch of killers. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, your your only friends are like on talk radio. <laughs> That's like it in They're society. Getting, I know. TV reporters hate you. Right. <laughs> they all are uh, anti-cop too. So yeah. Half them. All right. You know? All right, Conway's coming up. Yeah, let's go. Show. See if, dog. See if Mark, uh, Mark arrives. <laughs> the oh, by the way, show. Angels Dodgers tonight. Big uh, freeway series. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, cool. that's yeah. right. So, well, they didn't. Uh, well, you're going to go up get some big stuff again, huh? That's right. Yeah. yeah. We have uh, 55,000 people looking at that. Uh, Crozier has got the news. Come on. KFI, yeah. KFI, 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 well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.